This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The following will contain strong language, adult themes, and Mara. You go. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, we saying it's now. Hi, guys. What's goody? It's Tammy. Hey, it's your girl Mara, and this is the Not Too Much Podcast. If you know, you, you know. know. Hi, guys. We're back. Mm. Sad note. Don't ever hum around these people, okay? Oh, my days. She's because to say this. someone wants to get a little tune going and suddenly they're the bad guy. But Mara to the right of me gets the belt. This girl's doing the riff from The Little Mermaid. Like, okay. Can we I'm get a little the- salty. Can we give you guys some context? Because they, they, all they heard was side notes. Yeah. yeah. Don't I haven't even said my main my note. Truth. That's my truth. All right, Ariel. Tell I haven't me. even said my note yet. And you said side note. You said enough. <laughs> you said enough. Right. And this is definitely the tone for the episode. <laughs> I'm going to say what was happening. I was humming because, you know, a girl likes to have a little song. Song in your head, song in your heart. And then... <laughs> Swing in your head and heart. Yeah. Okay. Am I only moving on? And then now I was like, don't think, I don't want you to think that I'm stifling you. Ma was like, yeah, I'm stifling you. Then we do a couple little mic checks. Ma was belting, doing the riff. If you've watched The Little Mermaid and you heard little Vanessa do her little riff, that's what she was doing. And then I was in dis- disbelief. And by the way, to you hating ass people out there, Vanessa's riff is Hallie dummies anyway um, wait i missed something we'll because be- everyone was like oh vanessa's voice she should have sang it's hallie <laughs> that's <laughs> the whole point they clearly didn't see hallie's instagram they stole when she literally like, was in the so- recording session they were like one take you're good oh anyway let me get back to it okay mm. that sets the tone the disrespectful tone that tammy came on with sets the tone for this whole topic yeah i'm the one who come with disrespect oh i don't know if oh actually i'm gonna expose us a little bit what i don't know if you guys no i'm just gonna tell them like a bit more like behind the scenes of the podcast and how this is like done okay so i don't know if you guys know this but actually i know you guys don't know this because we've never said it before so i'm telling you now the way we pick topics is that we'll just like write a bunch of stuff down and put it in a box we have a box of just topics actually i'm sure we've said this before no. I don't know if it's made it in. Okay, yeah. well, we have like a box of topics, yeah, and like we do like this whole sit down thing before we even like decide to record this podcast because we are a little bit organized, believe it or not. Anyway, I remember writing this topic down because I had just come off the back of seeing this dirty TikTok, yeah, and it was trying to normalize the. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. It was trying to normalize people just being like, yeah. Um, and when I go into the shower, all I do is just let the soap suds rinse down. As in, they don't wash the bottom half of their body. Yeah. So now I have brought it to the public. I think we need to explain why that's not okay. What, um, like a public health yeah we shouldn't because off the back of covid off the back of covid now you lot are being like yeah let's normalize not washing our legs 
Well, no. they didn't wash their hands before as well. Exactly. You're not woke. You're not funny. You're dirty. And we'll get into it now. We Does got to else... start with the non-scrubbers and then end with the non-brushers. Because oh. there are people who aren't brushing the gums out there. <laughs> and I got beef with them too. Oh my God, guys. No, because I genuinely <laughs> think that we have to almost rework the way that they're supposed to understand what this process does for them because clearly <laughs> scent and is not enough of a driving factor people don't care about smelling bad because they're like um put perfume on them as if it doesn't mix with the lack of like with the oh. huge stench that you're already exuding mm-hmm. here but also people with bad breath they're like let me just chug my force let me chew gum i heard them i've heard them you've heard them i've heard them Ooh. With, with my hand pinched over my nose. Like, I've heard them and I've smelt them. And the thing is, I think you need to look at it through the lens of hygiene. Your body's weeping. Your mouth is weeping. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you stink and you smell. Sorry. There's a thing, there's a thing called, there's a thing when it's a smell, Ew. then there's a stench, oh then it's an God. odor. That oozing, that's gross. You know what I think about? It's a three-step program. Smell, stench, odor. Ooh. And if you're on the worst end of the spectrum, you have all three. Oh, oh. not a triple, triple friend. <laughs> no, I, you know what my issue is? Yeah. I think it's because more and more people are just getting disrespectful. Like you are literally disrespecting me by coming out of the house smelling. You are, because I have to smell you. Oh my God. <laughs> no, because it's not true. Guys, okay. I do want to say this is a lighthearted topic. When we're talking about people who don't don't wash, we're not trying to get at people who cannot do so for accessibility reasons. No, that's a or, different thing. Yeah, I just want to clarify. Yeah. That's not what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's not what it is. We recognise that it can be hard. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has been taught as well. Yeah, how to clean we're not themselves. talking about people who are not taught. I'm not talking about people who literally cannot. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the boys in secondary school PE that were lacing up their smell with Lynx Africa. Them are the ones I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Let's draw them out. Wow. Let's draw them out. I know who specifically. I know each pocket of each pockets that I'm talking to. Wait, you're hacking in the changing rooms. Oh. Wait, you're gonna. You're not saying names, right? No. Okay. I feel feel like this is the thing right this is my issue with the whole like topic itself Mm. I don't think showering should be a debate Mm. it's not up for like you know how some there's like a for and against yeah no there isn't here and I'm literally telling you like there is not a for and against okay but to be clear to the other people know so that you guys know what do you guys class as a shower that's all no wait hold on <laughs> let's, let's be so real now <laughs> okay you're doing double buff every day no <laughs> every day because that but was this, oh, that's that will peel that's strictly no my thing is at a certain point there should be a, a double buff scheduled in during <laughs> during no, but like, the season if we're talking about a good step by step shower i'm saying you know what this is a standard simple routine because not everyone can be tammy and spend an hour in the shower food and other has fingers. the money yeah, I'm saying you know what all you need what is <laughs> all you, you need is <laughs> all you need is a bar soap and a shower gel. You can get by with two double cleanse. Sorry, I was <laughs> No, I'm talking about just standard, standard. No, because I want to be fair. Hygiene. There are some people who overdo it and underdo it. Yeah, basic hygiene. Get you a bar soap, the first cleanse, 
second one know your skin type as well no point getting yourself a bar soap and now you're flaring up yeah yeah. i honestly i'm gonna be very realistic about it you just need a sort of cleanser that works with your body type and if that if you can double cleanse double cleanse but understand your body type Mm. look at a cleanser use that cleanser and use um i would say african net sponge yes. yeah, i wondered i generally always had the shock of my life when i went on a year six um sleep away trip and obviously my biggest fear in life a communal shower i had to go in <laughs> to the communal shower that's yeah my biggest fear yes that's your okay okay go on, go on. one of them one of them <laughs> but i was looking around you know in terms of what everyone's wash gear was like you mm. know Tell me why I'm the only one with big, with big sponge net, like like you know the African net. I'm the only one with that. With some actual soap in my thing, everyone's trusting the little rinky dinky bar that is on that little um caddy thing that has been used class after class after class after class. No one's exfoliating. No one's lathering. Everyone's just just getting wet but they haven't been taught that's the thing some people haven't been but some people think it's woke i think when we get to our age when you get past the age of 17 i do think please figure out a shower routine that works for you mm-hmm. please shower every day if you can you know circumstances may may come across but please shower every day and if not like at least every other day or you can do a little bird bath, like mm. get a flannel, get into those crevices, you know. The crevices, crevices. and don't forget like this thing that the crevices touch, my like th- your inner thighs. Yeah. My thing that. is, if you can shower, don't waste the shower. Ooh. Because oh. there is a, my issue isn't with those that can't shower or haven't learned to shower. The ones that be using the water in abundance, but not using it correctly, You've you've scheduled oh two free sessions under the water for what? It's you ain't true, aerial. Oh, it's true though, because it's just steam. You're showering twice a day, showering in quotation marks, mm. showering twice a day, and no soap has touched your body. Oh, what was the point? That's the thing as well. You know what? There's like there's a level. Hmm, there's different end of the spectrum. There's a people who be like, oh, normalized not showering. We're so woke, yeah. And there's the people who are excessive like. I shower four times a day. No, you don't. You actually don't. Because the soap in certain areas is up for a different type of discussion. Like, okay, for women's, you know, let me, you know, feminine health. Mm. There are certain areas where you need to be careful when using certain products, especially those that contain fragrances, in order not to throw off your pH balance and do certain Mm. things like that. Mm. That's when I'm like, okay. I understand you, you have to learn, but you're that. still. But that's yeah. literally a self cleaning. But that's the thing. But do you know what I mean. But you're like, still water is still running, top, running yeah. touching. You don't just wipe like, Oh yeah, cleans itself. <laughs> 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 no, because, oh, I'm oh, doing mid air spanks. Sorry, guys, but spanks. Oh. I thought I was wiping motion. Yeah, this is wiping motion. I'm worried for you. Um, <laughs> front to back, Damn, people. Mara. Front to back, <laughs> front to back. Yes, you guys on the toilet. I know because smell I, 
did I have <laughs> I can't expose that person. I had a conversation with someone and they were like, Oh, you wipe front to back? Were they wiping back to front? That's oh. crazy. <laughs> How old are they? Yeah, yeah. We were old enough. And the we? thing is So you were the same age? Mm. And the thing is <gasps> Oh no. Well the thing is I got like obviously not when I have like a number two. What? I will wipe those front ones to that, back. Those but when ones... I have a, a number one, I was like, wow. No, that's crazy. That the ones that don't wipe when they pee. UTI, babe. Yeah. UTI. And also, what's it called? Um, Like nappy rash or something? Doesn't your liquor stink? <laughs> <laughs> what's your fat on liquor? Like, no, <laughs> please, please, no, please, guys. No, 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 I cannot. And the thing is, yeah, like genuinely... Showering is one hurdle that gives, I think, the stages to the bath routine, yeah. Mm. Before, during, and after. Tommy takes this very seriously. Yeah, if you can't tell. she's a shower girly. Now, she's a bathroom girly. Now, expose me to something not too long ago that has shaken me to the core ever since because I didn't realize that not everyone does. It. Some people aren't lotioning after the yeah. bath. Oh, Some people don't. God. Yeah, I know what conversation <laughs> what? you're talking about. I know what conversation yeah, some people. I'm don't. still. It's like you've even told me for the first time today. Like I'm still shook up. Like because some people don't see ash on their skin. But doesn't your skin feel tight, wet and tight? If they, <laughs> Wait, yeah, it's like if I'm and this is one. Let me make it very clear. My family have taught me to lotion very well. I'm Ghanaian. We use that good old Ghanaian shea butter. Period. Yeah, yeah. But. I, I did enter the educational world and I saw that some people, you know, they've never n- known a world with lotion, with moisturizers or creams, you know. And so when we introduced them to it, they realized how much they were suffering. But if you're suffering and you don't know there's an out, mm. there's a, no, it's a real yeah. thing. We need to, you know, help our brothers and sisters and, um, you know, they, thems as well. We're I'm not helping them. We will help all of them. No, for but for the people. I can't be bothered to explain it because you know what? Just go on TikTok enough and you'll see that you should be lotioning. Because some people see it as a luxury, like a self-care thing. Oh, please. Self-care. This is a problem. Self-care yeah, is a face mask, This is bitch. a problem with the way it's being marketed now. People mm. are thinking that this thing is just like a throwaway thing. Mm. It's not optional. My love, take the shower. Take it. Like, if you, okay, if you guys... And roll on. Yeah, if you, oh, wait. Look, if you were in Nell's room right now and you'd see the stack, that's how I knew I was comfortable to be around her <laughs> because I knew that she had the cleaning materials on deck. Mm, I don't have to worry mm. here. If I've got a shower at Mara and Nell's, I know that I'm comfortable. There's moving room. There's two types of shower heads, functional. <laughs> When I tell Sorry. you high power, I tell you high power. Like my We whole... have a good shower to be Yeah, fair. we are actually very privileged. There's space yeah. for me to put my soap, my body oil. Like Well, we're running out of space. <laughs> yeah. We don't have space in that bathroom. We've got three of us, yeah. We're all around different. I'm slowly removing my stuff, but my thing still stands as in like really you know that you're made for certain people when your values align. My value is <laughs> that clean body clean friendship. hygiene 
Clean, clean, clean body, clean friendship. My thing is, yeah, because I've grown up in a Christian household as well, like, let me not negate. What? You're negating this. My dad used to hammer into my head as a child. Oh. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Oh, so. God. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. So, oh, for the longest time, I said, so what is this? What right. is this, honey? Wow. What is this? Okay. So as you guys have heard, our morals have aligned because we know how to clean ourselves. We went on holiday together. You know I would have gone back to Heathrow so quickly or Gatwick or something if I knew that I was like, no, I can't live like this. Especially in a climate where people are more likely to smell worse. (laughs) Okay. Because it's hot. Okay. Keep it fresh. I should be able to say the words to you, Roll-On, Deodorant, Dettol, and you shouldn't look at me shocked. Enough said. Right. um, I know I largely dominated this portion, but I didn't know it was weighing on my soul like this. Just to recap, (laughs) if you can't have like two types of soap, just get a bar soap and just clean yourself twice. That's the end of it. It's not work to be dirty. That's it. Hi guys, welcome to this episode's promotional break. I'm just here as a reminder to let you know to head over to our Instagram at the NTM pod, give us a follow there and head over to our TikTok at the NTM podcast and give us a follow there. If you're feeling cheeky, you can also give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. On with the show. Okay guys, so we've answered the previous statement because it is a statement, wash. But now, I'm here to propose. (laughs) I'm here to propose a question to you all. Mm. You guys can get involved too. Head over to the Instagram. Um. So, in this day and age, everybody harps on about. I've been seeing this a lot actually on TikTok. That's where I find all my information. Is basically Google at this point about how people should be more willing to set boundaries for themselves mm-hmm. okay and then i see people setting the boundaries with loved ones specifically mm-hmm. and then it's almost like oh it's too much it's restrictive blah 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 so my question is should love be unconditional? Because con- conditions is basically another word for boundaries, I think, in my humble opinion. Unless you guys have anything else to say that's different, actually. We could have different opinions. But in my head, conditions are just like a synonym for boundaries. So when people say love has no bounds, are we riding with that? Because I'm going to tell you from the jump that I'm not. But I want to hear it from everybody else. I'll tell you why I'm not as well, but I just want to hear other people's perspective first. You'll have to give me a moment. That's okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a heavy question. This is a really heavy question because, honestly, from my perspective, it actually doesn't come from the definition of conditions or boundaries, mm. but it comes from your definition of love. Because... That's true. If we're talking about love, right... There are people experience love in so many different ways, Mm. and we all have different definitions of love. That some people's love will always be unconditional because that's how they view love, and so 
you can put 50 boundaries in, you could put zero, but their definition of love, whether healthy or unhealthy, I'm not going to decide that for an individual, but that definition can decide whether love is unconditional for them or not. Now, the question is, should love be unconditional? I would say no, because for me, for me to, because I come from a religious background, for me to say love is unconditional, it's kind of like putting yourself in the place of God Mm. or the universe or a higher power, because... Oh, I didn't think of it from that. The way I've been like brought up, God has like agape love, like that's an unconditional love for you. Mm. You can sin, you can mess up, you can fumble the bag, but that unconditional love is there for you. Sorry, my tummy was rumbling. <laughs> <laughs> that unconditional love is there for you, right? Mm. Um, now I've kind of strayed away from that teaching. But for me, in terms of the universe, a higher power, like spirit guides and whatnot, that unconditional love for me is it's kind of like in another realm. It's it's very mm. different. But in the three D on Earth, when it comes to human interaction, mm. I believe that to have unconditional love is unhealthy. Yeah. Because if someone does something to you that is so bad or does something it doesn't even have to be aimed at you mm. but does something that quite like makes you question their morals makes you question what how they treat you how they love you back then you've got to take that i just don't love think away. that standard can be maintained mm. i feel like when it comes to us as people and humans operating in this life humankind is meant to have limits it's meant to know some sort of bound. Mm. So to put into existence for our lifetime, for our existence, something that is limitless, it mm. it feels like the two things don't necessarily align. Mm. I believe a lot of people, I think the spectrum of conditional love is so vast and so great mm. that you can have a love for someone that, in feeling feels so limitless and generally you would not even want to fathom a thing that a person can do that would come to a detriment to that type of love Mm. cause some sort of detriment to that type of love but i think there is always a thing that can there is always Mm. a condition even if you might not be aware of it just yet that's true what what was your initial my initial i think it's changed now because of what you said and like definitions of love i think what i would class as my ultimate definition of love comes with a high level of respect because if i lose respect for you as a person i I realistically can just not fuck with you anymore like Mm. door down like there's no so for me it's like love should come with conditions because I think the conditions enforce a level of respect. And if you're disrespectful to me, I just have to sit and take it. Mm. I don't think that's where my mind love without can like with no bounds can take you. 
And I feel like Mara highlighted something important with O to the word respect. Mm. I think one needs to reflect on respect for their own self. I think by still instilling a level of condition and boundary in the idea of your love and with a person means that you're able to ultimately still keep that love, that great love and respect that you have for yourself. Because mm. mm. there is a level of, I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but with unconditional love, that then goes beyond yourself. It does. Because yeah. people don't talk about unconditional love towards themselves. It's always unconditional love towards another. Mm. So that goes beyond you. And something in my mind, I can't really fully articulate it at this moment in time, but it tells me that there should be a balance Mm. Balance. of some sort. That is so true. And I think, you know what, I think people have such a rigid idea of conditions and boundaries, like the actual, like creating them, Mm. that they almost push it away and instead because they think they have to sacrifice like spontaneity or passion or they don't want their relationship to feel like a business transaction right which is what i see like people i think that what that's that's what they're trying to say when they say they want unconditional love but that's not i don't think that's not well i don't know maybe people believe that but that's not what i align condition and boundaries with i don't think it means anything's less than Mm. i think it adds more I mm. think, if I'm honest, yeah. if I really just kind of rule it back, yeah. if we talk about the reasons why people want unconditional love and are willing to give it out, is because it ultimately boils down to self-worth. Yeah. You want someone who, no matter what, yeah. no matter what you do, mm-hmm. will always love, love you. And therefore, you want to feel the same way about someone mm. else. You want to feel that reciprocated energy. Yeah. Now. Now, 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 now. This Ooh. is where I have a question. Okay. Because the way I view love, a little controversial. I feel like if you love a person, you've loved you love a person. You'll never stop loving that person. Mm. You may lose respect for them. Mm. You may cut them off. Mm. You may like have to distance yourself. Mm. But love is not something you can just flippantly pick and choose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because to love a person means despite Commitment. anything despite everything i love you like as a as a human being Mm -hmm. i think sometimes people mix having conditions with the love dying Mm. yeah but the love still stays it's how it presents and manifests in everything yeah yeah that's true true because you both have highlighted like in what you've said this theme of like I guess loss whether it comes under people's fear of losing something or the actuality of losing something Mm. and I feel like unconditional love would to an extent contradict that because we've been taught or it's been you know I guess communicated to us that to be prepared to love something is also in the same respect to be prepared to lose it Mm. you know regardless of how that does come about and so if you do unconditionally love something, there is not that reality of you're going to, like, you know, lose it. Obviously, I think, like you guys have highlighted, like, with conditional love, 
the love still stays mm. but i mean like i guess maybe your proximity to the person in terms yeah. of mm. how you show that love sure. might not be as you know physically obvious to you or mm. might not just be there anymore mm. so it's like i feel like conditional love instills still a sense of realism to it Mm -hmm. despite it being such an abstract thing like it's still somewhat real unconditional love like i can't even fathom it if someone was to say to me like i love you unconditionally why do i have katie perry in my head (laughs) 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 that girl was ringing in my head Mm -hmm. anyway back to the track but um, (laughs) 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 but yeah I, if someone was to say to me that they love me unconditionally, it sounds so scary. Nino, Nino. Because you don't Red even flag. know your, you don't even know what your life entails past this moment. Mm. How do you know what our love entails or the love that is in our relationship in, past this point? Yeah. Because no, do you know what I would say? That's just the way my mind works. I'm a, such a future person in my mind. and a person That's that, what I do as well. I know exactly what I was about to say. I'm not going to call you out. Call me out, though, because just do your thing, like, please. (laughs) Both positions lay on a better fit. Yeah. If we take the unconditioned, let's take a scenario. Um, Mind you, this can be platonic, fat, familial, Mm. um, like, romantic, whatever. If we take one individual who is like, I will love you unconditionally. I will be there with you. (laughs) Through the heavens. What's the... um, Oh, the Queen Charlotte Charlotte. (laughs) thing. I will stand between the heavens and the earth. earth. I ain't watched it yet. Don't do too much. It's too late now. No, it's not too late because I've muted everything, so please. (sighs) Anyways. So please. Um... But yeah, you have the, the one person who's loving unconditionally, right? They're loving unconditionally because they're hoping that you'll stay because of that. There's fear. They're laying on a bed of fear, right? Mm. If I do this, if I show this passion, if I show that I'm here no matter what, you may decide to leave. And in fact, I may gain that same level of passion back. Mm. They don't love you unconditionally. They just want that feeling. Mm. The person that is like, Oh, but what about the future? That's mm. me. Like we gotta think. We don't know where we'll be in a day's time, let alone two, two years, five years. What? That's me and Tammy, <laughs> right? Commitment <laughs> issues. <laughs> you guys are also laying on a better fear because you're unable to accept the fact that someone, someone could love you right now. <laughs> Why did I look at it? Someone could love you right now, and that's equally as fine. You cannot, in the same way that it's harmful to live in the past, if you're living in the future, when are you going to feel what's happening right now? Mm. You sound like that thing from Pan- Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> <laughs> Buster yeah, <laughs> No, but, so both lay on better fields and both mm. are unhealthy attachments yeah. to, to love. attachment style. <laughs> you know what, as well? Oh! Oh, she hit a radiator. Yeah. They said, stop. <laughs> you know what irritates me about what? this? Okay, I know we're coming from a compassionate place, but now I'm about to get annoyed because you know what irritates me about this? Um, uncon- is it un- yeah, unconditional love. Mm. Yeah. Is that, first of all, when someone states that they unconditionally love you, it's a lie, one. But two, they yeah. also, because they're stating it, they expect you to state it. And also, I don't like the idea that, oh, no matter what, Okay, I'm just gonna say I do. No matter what I do, no matter what I say, you're just gonna stay 
vice so if versa. I'm, or vice versa, if I'm such, if I do something like that's downright wrong, mm. so what? I'm just alleviating any accountability. Mm. That's how people start self sabotaging. No, but if we talk about, for the most part, mm. the talking points, the people who talk about unconditional love, mm. if we get real, like, we get into the nitty gritty of things, they tend to be, be people who, whether knowingly or unknowingly, are trying to manipulate a situation or relationship. It's true. So, Mara is right in the fact that, as an individual, you need to know that you can take a level of accountability. Mm-hmm. You need to know that there's a level of responsibility that you have within a relationship. And you need to know that all of those fall into whichever boundaries that yourself and the other individual needs should lay out in a relationship yeah. eventually because people figure out their boundaries as you go yeah on. you don't have to have like a i'm not saying you need a 30 page list of every boundary and condition like some mm-hmm. situations you're never going to encounter until they mm-hmm. come up mm-hmm. and then you're like oh i don't really like that can we like draw a line here or oh okay that's fine you know what i mean yeah but i just think it's really cruel mm-hmm. this whole unconditional love I was about to say bollocks. Wow. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> this this so is, I think it's really cruel for someone because I just... <laughs> <laughs> the geezer jumped out. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really cruel to expect that no matter what you do to another person, they should just tolerate it and stay. And I mm. think it's as cruel to do it to yourself too. Mm. I just don't feel... I don't like it. I don't Love like it. should always start with the self no matter where you go on to. Because the thing is, at the end of the day... I would say you are the commonality mm. in all of your relationships. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. where do you place yourself? Where do you place your worth on yourself? Where do you place the respect on yourself? Mm. And I feel like to almost throw something out there as a thought I've had while I've been sitting here. Obviously, I guess maybe unconditional love is something that A is one is so abstract, but also is so pure. And with certain people, if it is a concept that can actually happen, it has to be, like I said, met with a balance. And that's why I feel like, oh, okay, conditions, am I just contradicting myself? But in the sense, like, for the situations that we've just been talking about where a person is manipulating it or something like that, there's an imbalance. It's one-sided. Like, I've never, ever, I, I've never, like, I would say in my life so far, to my knowledge like witnessed true unconditional love Mm. and but I've heard a lot of people proclaim it Mm. and I think it's so interesting because in my mind I'm like oh but it's one-sided for this person Mm -hmm. or I feel like this person has used this for to Mm. manipulate this or that situation Mm. Mm -hmm. but if they truly met each other at a balance at the center with each other and they were both in the same mindset and it was coming from such a pure place if it's met with two pure energies in that sense could it actually happen could it actually be a reality that we do not know but yeah because i've never i've never that type of thing will give you a headache that's the thing conditional love is like the remedy to a bad headache for unconditional for me because I'm like in my head I think I try and answer a lot of questions for myself Mm. I think the common question is what will it take for these people to be sick of me or what will it take for this love to no longer be here because unconditional when you really deep the word itself Mm -hmm. is 
come on now. It's it it it's almost like unbelievable. Unconditional. <laughs> <laughs> but conditional love, like I feel like I'm drawn to something that I guess uh, quote unquote makes sense. Or makes sense to me. Or something that I can be like, oh yeah. I can understand why a person would do that, or I can understand why this makes sense, or like, you know, I can fit the puzzle pieces together. Yeah, because I mean, I think... Something that is a bit more, not simplified as if I'm dumb, but... Mm. I do think, I think for the most part, I will always recognise that we are 20 years old, right? Mm. And we've only seen 20 years of our life, so we've only seen two decades of our life, right? Mm. Where we are right now, I don't know if unconditional love, we would be able to notice it if it was there. Mm. Right? If it is a thing. that That's even if it that's is a thing. thing. I want to give it... For those that... Because I'm never going to be like... If someone comes to me and they'll be like... I can't even imagine this type of conversation. But they were like, okay, me and my partner, we love each other unconditionally. I'm not going to be to your face like, no, they do not. No, you do not. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be all up in your face and dismiss you. Because regardless of what our definitions of love and condition and mm. uncondition are, you guys clearly love each other a great deal. And that's not my business. My thing is, sure, I'm sure that there are people who truly unconditionally love other people. Mm. Or there are relationships where there is unconditional love. My only thing is, should love be unconditional? Is that healthy? Are those people happy? Like, I don't deny the existence mm. of unconditional love. That's something that I've, I think, I don't think I've seen it mm. in my 20 years of living, but I don't deny the existence. The question of should love be unconditional? Is that something that's healthy? Is that something that you, I would want to aspire to? Is no. that where I take a step back and I'm like, okay, maybe not. Personally, for me, it's a no. I feel like we're next factor. Um, <laughs> personally, for me, it's a no just because, given of what I, my definition of love is, mm-hmm. it doesn't align. Will that ever change? No. Um, am I willing for it to change? No. Mm. So don't ever say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, and that's the simple answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, it. I grapple with it in two senses. In terms of, you know, my relationships with other people, I don't think it's unconditional. I think there are conditions. And I make peace with that. I'm happy with that. Like Mara pretty much said, like, I don't want that to change, at least where I stand right now. And I feel like I, it just makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm. The, it, the term itself just makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I could still relate to that lack of comfortability in like 10 years time. But from a religious standpoint, I still grapple with it. Mm. Because I feel like they're, like I'm learning what it, what it means to like love my God unconditionally. Mm. And for them to love me unconditionally as well. Right. Like in two different environments and senses, like it's almost like I can be like, yeah, my human relationships already know. Like, you know, that's a simple answer. But for something else, another part of my life and my identity is like, 
is still a little bit murky. Hey, but, yeah. we're young. That's fair. But yeah, that's I all. just, yeah. What about but... you now? Mm. Oh. Oh, that's a map piece. Did someone just open my gate? No. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, what? I don't get out Okay, people, I've been Mel. I've been Tammy. And I've been Mara. And this has been the Not Too Much Podcast. If you didn't know before, you know now. And we love, we you. love you. Psych! Oh. Psych. Psych. Oh, for God. Because if you remember. Oh, oh no. <laughs>